Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're going to get into our top 15 tight end rankings. Tight end, not the most exciting position in the NFL. It's kind of... It's it's really tough, actually, I feel like, after the first couple guys, you know, the top guys here, you don't know what exactly to expect. So we'll try to do our best here to give you what we think about these players going out here. So before we get into that, make sure you guys check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit or Instagram, Fantasy Football Profit. The website's FantasyFootballProfit.com. If you have any questions, send them over to FantasyFootballProfit at gmail.com. We'll do our best to answer them on the air, especially, but look out also for... I think probably start in June. We'll do some mailbag episodes, do some of those going, you know, so get your questions in, start thinking about those. We'll definitely answer as many as we can for you. All right, let's get into the ranks. I think, okay. I'm not actually sure. I'm curious if you decided to go against Gronk this year and drop him, or did you go with Kelsey? Did you go with Kelsey one? I did not, but did you do it? I did. You did. I had a feeling you might do it. Yeah, and uh, anyone that went Gronk... Well, here, go ahead. Why'd you pick Gronk number one? I just think he's really good. It's yeah, Gronk. Right, right. End of <laughs> argument. Yeah, yeah. you're not wrong. Uh, the only reason I put Kelsey above him is really they're on a tier on their own. It's going to be Gronk or Kelsey. Those are number one and two. If if they're not, you're probably just wrong. But, um, I mean, really what it comes down to is if I'm going to invest that high of a pick in a tight end, you know, Gronk with the injuries that he's had, he's also, I mean, he contemplated retirement. Um, they're both very, very close as far as points go. Gronk was number one by, you know, I think he had like eight more points than Kelsey last year. I like Kelsey a little more. That's why he's number one. But really, you can go either one. Yeah, and most people still, Gronk is number one consensus, but there are, there are, there are five other people that put Kelsey number one. You're yeah. not alone. Sadly enough, I do think Kelsey is a little safer. But there is, he's fourth. Though on some ranks, oh, that Jason Moore fancy footballers. No way, is it really? I swear to God, dude. Jason, what is happening right now? I'm just saying, you know, it's kind of okay. Number four, whatever. I feel like you just bring him up to anger me sometimes. I think it, uh, he's he's four on somebody's board, so that's. <laughs> I, I I mean I don't quite get it because I don't see how you can say he's not top two. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering who. Who they think is uh, anyway? Let's not go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> so, who do you have number three then? So, obviously, you have Gronk, Kelsey. I have yep. Kelsey Gronk. Number three is I went with Ertz. Okay, I did too. Who was my big pick from last year? We knew he was going to be good. I still think he's going to be really good, but now he just has he's third. He can't. Go, I don't think he's going to. I don't think he goes up into that top two tier. I don't quite see it. He's going to be. He's going to be very good, but yeah, I don't. I don't know if I see him overtaking. He can overtake Gronk, obviously. Gronk's hurt and stops playing, but I don't see him overtaking Kelsey. I think Kelsey's just better at this point. So yeah, I agree. And so Ertz, but Ertz is going to be very, very solid. He's going to be good. He's going to. He's just going to be. He's going to be a solid pick. I just don't want to spend for it. Really, that's the thing. I don't want to spend on it. He is number one on three people's boards, though. So. There are some well, people that do like him a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe – I don't understand that entirely either. I know that Philly is very, very good, and they throw a lot in the red zone, and he can catch. But uh, what would change from last year, even getting rid of Trey Burton or just you know him be going somewhere else, 
he, you know, he really wasn't that huge of an option early on in the year. You know, he was he was much bigger near the end or you know in the playoffs. So I don't know if anything really changes for Ertz that much. They have a lot yeah. of options. They spread the ball out a ton. That's the thing. Yeah, I just don't. I don't see him getting up there. He could. Yes, it's possible, but I yeah, just don't. It see is it. possible, and All right. that's why he's number three. So this is where it gets more interesting. Maybe I don't really know yet. Maybe we're just going to be consensus. We're going to keep going. All right, number four. I went with Hunter Henry. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, I did not. Um, I I love Hunter Henry. I've been singing his praises forever, but I had to go with Evan Ingram. Okay. He showed me a lot last year. I think it really sped up his development. He produced as a rookie. I, I don't see any reason why he shouldn't produce this year. And even more so with, you know, Odell back. Um, and obviously with uh, a brand new running game with Saquon Barkley, I think that uh, Evan Ingram actually has the opportunity to get open even more than he did last year. So I think I, I really like where this kid is going. I do, I do too. But I, I've had I had him at four when I first started my ranks. I dropped him as low as seventh, and he he wound up at six for me. Okay. I just part of it maybe he got a he did really he he did really well last year. Odell Beckham wasn't on the field, so obviously Beckham was going to get some more catches. Sterling Shepard was hurt at times. Brandon Marshall was hurt. He's not going to be there, obviously. Anyway. Just don't know if all those catches are still going to be there for him. At the very least, I don't know if there's going to be an increase. At least he might just stay steady at where he is, and somebody like for me, Hunter Henry could overtake him just in production. Not that Ingram's getting any worse, obviously. So that's just kind of why I went that. Also, to my number five, then I'll say I put Greg Olson, who coming back from injury, I think he has one more one more good year in him like that. So I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna want Olsen over Ingram. I, I I obviously see Ingram. I can see him at four. It's not crazy. It's I mean I had him there. So at one point, but it's just kind of I just for some reason have started to like Greg Olson a little bit. Why I don't know, but it's just kind of one of those players that keeps like just moving up my board a little bit. And if he's healthy, he's gonna be really good. I think. I think he has one one more run in him. So I kind of that's where I'm going. I went. With Hunter Henry four, Greg Olson five, Ingram six. It's very interesting, I know. Hunter Henry. I'm just weird. Okay. First, before we get Hunter Henry, I've become the Hunter Henry guy now. And where'd that happen? And you ranked Sammy Watkins higher than I did. I know. Well, I don't, we're losing our minds. Um, <laughs> right. I do actually have Hunter Henry at number five. Okay. Um, I love him to death, but at the same time, you know, last year scared me a bit. I, I realized Gates won't be there. He should step up and do it. He should be amazing. I think he, out of anyone, has the most ability to actually jump up into that top tier. Um, but number five, nothing but love for him. Um, number six, this is where it really kills me. At this point, you're really, you know, you're grasping at straws. And I talked a big game not to go too high on this guy, but I have Jimmy Graham there. Yeah. He's Green Bay. Obviously, I like Jimmy Graham a lot. Green Bay has a long history of not utilizing their tight ends as much as people think they're going to. But this is still where Graham ends for me. I don't know. What about you? He's my seventh. Okay. So, yeah, I think that's kind of he has to be up here. He just, he just has to. And he could be hired. He could he, he does, though, have potential to be a number one guy. 
there is still if Rodgers decides he just wants to throw the ball to Jimmy Graham, maybe he does. So he does have that potential. I don't. I would. I would bet against it to be the number one kind of guy. But I, if you're going to take a chance at this point, Graham has a good. He has a chance to be up there. I, I just we don't know how that's going to work. And does he actually have it? Does he still have it? We. I think he does. It's not quite. It's not New Orleans Saints Jimmy Graham, but put that Jimmy Graham with Aaron Rodgers and then see what happens. That would have been amazing. But that's not quite that. So. Seventh for me. It, this is part of reason why the tight end position, though. This is kind of the spot where it gets eh, not as exciting. But yeah, it also scares me the fact that the guys I liked even last year, and we're talking Hunter Henry, and then I ended up with Evan Ingram on a lot of my teams because he's such a good waiver pickup for a lot of times. Um, those guys aren't sleepers anymore. No, like the guys you can get late now are the older guys that have been around forever yep. that are just. Yep. Not the new thing. They're just, you know what I mean? They'll give you the consistent points and you're good. So that that is unfortunate now because I love grabbing the high-end guys almost every year. I feel like I do it. Kelsey before he broke out. Jimmy Graham before he broke yep. out. Evan Ingram last year. Hunter Henry I kind of missed on, but he, you know, still, even, even still like shows Ertz a lot. Even last of, year was like eighth or ninth guy. Right. Like I mean, that kind of you thing. had him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a great pick. So number seven then for you. Number seven for me is Greg Olson. Okay, so yeah, those are the to me those are the seven who kind of I think are a little bit higher than the rest to me. I that just kind of how I would put it. After that, it goes a little more interesting. Number eight, who do you have? Kyle Rudolph. I went with the same. And I, I, Once yeah, again, he, he's like, that guy I was just talking about. He is going to give you some points. He's solid. He's not going to win you weeks. You know what I mean? But um, he's, Kirk, he's a good player to have. Kirk Cousins has looked for his tight end. I would say he's made the tight end position decently relevant. And so I can see that happening again. He's thrown the ball to Jim, or Jordan Reed whenever Reed was actually healthy. I mean, Vernon Davis made some waves a little bit. You'd hear about him. I think Cousins will look for him. And Rudolph catches touchdowns usually. I think he's going to be a pretty decent option, but I don't see the jump necessarily. I mean, I, I just don't see. I think this is where he, I think this is kind of the level he's at, but I guess, I mean, yeah, sure. It's possible. He could jump up a little bit more, but I don't think we've seen enough from him to think he could. He is his people have him ranked as high as fifth this year, as low as 12th. So this is kind of where he falls eighth for us, ninth overall. What do we have then for number nine? Anything good? Yeah. I went with the man that, Cannot stay healthy at the moment, but he has so Which much one? upside. There's two of them at least. Tyler Eifert. Wow. So I'll be honest. I um the other guy. You'll soon find out that I haven't completely given up on, but kind of have. Ah. I mean, Tyler Eifert has hasn't burned me quite yet. Um, but you look at him, and I mean, my gosh, if he can stay on the field, he is going to pay dividends. I can say this, you know, day in and day out. Doesn't matter until you see it. But even at this part at this stage at number nine for me the people underneath him are either exactly what they are or actually need to make that jump just like Eifert does so I think staying on the field is always a difficult one to predict but for Eifert with his upside I'm willing to put him at number nine I have number 10 so (laughs) so in the same ballpark I'm right there I like Eifert I've always liked Eifert and if he can stay healthy, which is the biggest if with him, maybe more so than like Jordan Reed, even I can't tell. It's hard to say which one's more 
injury prone right now. So who do you have at number nine then? Oh. <laughs> I don't want to say. Oh, this. I already know who it is because you're cringing. Is it is Del- Delaney? Yeah, <laughs> you hate Delaney so much. I don't know how you hate Delaney Walker it's so much. Just, I'm so bored of Delaney Walker. Yeah. He's number ten for me. He, he's exactly what he's gonna be. He you is. know exactly where you're getting. He, yeah, he's just he's he's fine. Not that exciting. But you know what? That's a good weight on tight end. Pick up Delaney Walker. You feel yeah. pretty pretty decent week in and week out with him. I might take the chance though and want to see. What, this is where you t- hurt to take the chance on the tight end, like Tyler Eifert. That's where. I think it's more interesting there. So he's your 10, my, my 9, Eifert, my 10. Number 11, I went with Trey Burton. Okay, he's my number 12. Okay, and so- I feel like at this stage, I don't know if you have the same thing, but pretty much my next three picks are all upside guys. That's, yeah, for the most, I think that's where we're kind of at at this point. It's mainly upside at this point. Yeah, so Trey Burton, we don't know a lot about him other than he threw a touchdown pass in the Super Bowl. He's looked good. At times with the Eagles, he sh- the Bears obviously wanted him when you know paid for him. So I think they'll probably try to use him, but that's not a guarantee. No, but with Trubisky and I don't really. I mean, you have Allen Robinson, but I don't know how the rest of that wide receiver group is going to shake out. Trey Burton is in a good position to get quite a bit of work, so I do like that about him. But once again, it's like anything else; it really comes down to Trubisky. Yep. And we don't have any clue how he's going to do. So we'll just, yeah, just wait and see, I guess. So that was number, let's see, my number 11, your number 12. So we're at number 11. My number 11 is OJ Howard. Okay. Um, I mean, the I always stay away from rookie tight ends. I mean, they rarely pay off. But OJ Howard looked very good last year. And, you know, they were supporting him and Cameron Bright. At the same time, I think O.J. Howard um, will be obviously the main tight end this time around. He just he is a freak athlete. He's very very good. I think. Um, I mean, once again, it's completely upside. He's out of my top ten. I got a lot of love for O.J. Howard. I'm hoping that he steps out this year. And he at some point he's going to. I just don't. Is it this year? I'm not sure yet. That's the problem with O.J. Howard. It's what when is it? It's going to happen. It will happen. Yeah. It just maybe is it this year or is it not? I put him 13th, though. I will take a chance on him. If I'm waiting waiting around for tight end, this is a good option, I think, to wait around for a tight end with and just take a chance on O.J. Howard. And if it doesn't work out, you find the next guy. But there's a, there's a good – I think he's extremely talented. It's going to happen. Just can't guarantee it's this year. All right, so we are at my number 12. And this is where I put Jordan Reed in. Number 12. Okay, number 12, Jordan mm-hmm. Reed. Hey, Maybe. Yeah, maybe <laughs> it's all about health. And this guy is the most injury prone one out there. It, yeah, I'm it, uh, I mean, really, I'm I'm almost writing him off. I have him at 15th. Yeah. He did make my list, but it's basically because you look anyone underneath that and you're kind of like yeah. the only other person that came to mind was Austin Hooper for me at 15. So Austin Hooper didn't make my list, but um, Jordan Reed. You know, you're you're pulling for the guy. You want him to stay healthy, and if he did, as long as you get him down here, you're getting a steal. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, even and we've talked about this at nauseum. But at the same time, I said it one more time. Even with Jordan Reed, even when he is healthy, and I I'm, say this in in quotations, healthy, you don't actually know. You you're held 
at ransom every time the week is going, and you almost have to have two tight ends on your bench at all times mm-hmm. in order to make sure that between Reed and whoever else you have, one of them can play. So it it's a lot more work as a manager. It just becomes not worth it for the amount of games he plays. Yeah, it, it's tough. I mean, I guess if you get him down here and you don't you get him in a last round type thing, sure. But I don't. Somebody's gonna reach for him a little bit yet. Just why I don't know, but I think it's gonna happen. I'll take him for a dollar in an auction and just take a chance, maybe. And yeah, I mean, I I have no problem with that. It's just, where I'm at. Yeah, man. It. I mean, at what point do you just wash your hands? Yeah, it's. But I mean, he he made my list, so I'm you know, somewhat hypocritical at the All moment. Right. Who is 13 then? Number 13 is another guy with really high upside. It's David Njoku. Okay. Um, I don't know. He's just such a freak athlete. They do have a ton more weapons now. So it's weird. I don't know like, if that helps or hurts them, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to say. You can't, I mean, you can make the argument either way. And, and really, when I get down to Njoku, out of everyone, is probably my biggest guess. I think he is the least safe, but a ton of upside. So he kind of makes it here because. I'd rather take a shot at him than Jordan Reed at this point, and I'd rather take his upside rather than a boring, you know, run of the mill. Whoever else we can, you know, name down here. Probably my number fourteen. Who's that? Jack Doyle. Okay, he actually is my number fourteen as well. So Jack Doyle, super boring. <laughs> yeah, right. It's that's he just see. I will. I, oh man, I should I should put Nijoku ahead of Doyle because <laughs> I know. In realistically, I'm looking at it, okay, Doyle, I feel like maybe I should rank him ahead. Then it really comes down to it in a draft, and we're like, oh, God, I don't want Jack Doyle. No, I mean, if, you know, luck healthy. That's, it makes it more Doyle, interesting. Doyle, I don't know. It's so tough, too, because you look and at. Ebron's there, too, now. Good old Ebron. Yeah, and I God, think that I, I think that. that'll actually. He sucks. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, and I think that'll actually hurt Doyle a little bit, and which would make sense, right? Because he was ninth last year with no good quarterback. Now you have Ebron there too, so that's gotta. I don't know the Ebron uh, tight end in general. I I have to say this: this is the one position where I do actually have to feel good about him, where I can go numbers all day long on wide receivers and pick up a number three that, or you know, Doug Baldwin, who is you know you're probably like ah he wouldn't have been my number you know my number one pick for a wide receiver two or whatever, but you know I like him. I like his production. So there's so many guys that have the same exact yeah. production at tight end. So you might as well go with the guy that you like or has upside. All right. So this is going to round out the episode already. My number 15. Home with George Kittle. Oh, I like that pick. Just weapon for Jimmy Garoppolo and Kittle looked pretty. He had a pretty decent rookie season. I mean, it wasn't spectacular, but towards the end of the year, I mean, this isn't like amazing numbers, but his last three <laughs> games with Jimmy Garoppolo, I know I'm just trying to whatever. Four for 52, big three for 42 with a touchdown in the end of the year with four for a hundred. So yeah, yeah, I think he right. does have some upside. I think there's a little bit there. There, there is Not plenty. As, I, I did rank him ahead of Njoku who would have been my like 16th, but yes, I do see there's a lot, probably more upside with Njoku. Yeah. So, and I do have to say this though, with all the pieces that they grabbed in Cleveland, Njoku, you know, falls with, you know, the, his possession and pretty much the, in the lunch line. But Kittle, it is wide open. I mean, he really can have as much work as he wants. So I do yeah. like that pick there. So yeah, he's he's not exciting, but hey, a lot yeah. of these guys aren't. Well, not yet. Yeah. Who knows? He might be the breakout candidate of this year. Well, it, 
Yeah, takes it. I'll take a chance. I'm probably gonna wait around and get a tight end this year. I have a feeling. Yeah. Last year I did do it the Kelsey route. Worked out, but I don't know. I think I'm gonna wait. I say that every year, and then the draft happens, and somebody's value just like, gets a little too good, and I'm like, oh crap, here I go. Right, I get, yep. get a tight end. I'm gonna throw off my draft but, strategy. So if I'm going to, I could. That's the thing. It's either you get one of the top seven, you get yourself one of those top seven, or you kind of just take a chance later on. So, which is not that bad. I mean, no. I really, if you're looking at who we named late, there really is a lot of upside. Like you're between either Eifer and Reed with that health issue, yep. or you go OJ Howard, Trey Burton, David Njoku, even Kittle throwing there. Ton of upside. No one knows you won't have to pay a ton for him. Well, what I'm kind of thinking with the guys at the top, I think Greg Olson's going to be a value. I think, he, you know, when you look at it, obviously Probably. Grant, Kelsey, Ertz are all going to go. Hunter Henry and Ingram well, obviously think, are going to go for something I decent. I think Rudolph will be kind of a yeah. value too. Jimmy Graham is going to go for more. I think Olsen and like Ru- those guys are going to be decent values. J- Delaney Walker is going to be a good value. Yeah. Just, <laughs> he will be You're if right. you want just a decent tight end for your team. To be with, the bigger man about with that one. No potential to be great, just potential <laughs> to be good. Well, almost a bigger man. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. But I think Olsen's going to be one of the best values up there, unless everyone else starts. On that bandwagon. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to hear a lot about Olsen. Oh, God, just let's keep it quiet. This is I'm yeah. not going to talk about him now for but a long I'm, time. I'm hoping that the Hunter Henry hype dies down by the it's time It's gotten it a little crazy. Yeah, it has. I, I think it's just, I don't know why. I mean, he's I number, do know why. I've been hyping him for I mean, how many years He's number two. He's all the way up to number two on boards. That is, eh, that's excessive, even for me. I mean, number two. That's crazy on some people's. I mean, how, how in the world would you put anyone over Kelsey or Gronk? Jason Moore did. He put... Hunter Henry over Kelsey. <laughs> I love Hunter Henry. I love the the hubris of that move. But come on, <laughs> hey, I just keep plugging that podcast. But, <laughs> all right, that'll do it for this week. Next week we will round out our early ranks. We'll do t- we'll do quarterbacks next week. Maybe we'll throw in a mock draft towards the end of the week. I'm not sure yet. I think that sounds fun. Do a little mock draft after we go through the ranks, and we're starting to get a little feel for our teams, and then we'll see. Do I end up with Stefan Diggs on my team? Like the ranks showed. Spoiler alert. The wide receiver, most likely. But all right, that'll do it for this week. We'll talk to you guys next week.